Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast Monday through Friday where we encourage you to listen in wherever you're at and hear the Word of God and the truth preached. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And this week we're airing a message entitled Relation Between Justification and Regeneration. If you would like to hear this message again or any other messages from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. The Bible says in, in uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. What's the next three words? Not of works. I want you to see not of works. Flip over to Romans. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. Paul says, What shall we then say that Abraham our father is pertaining to the flesh hath found? For if Abraham, here's that word, were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. If we could be justified by works, we could brag to each other. Hey, Brother Doty, you know what I did? And I'd tell you all about it, and you'd say, well, I'll one-up you. I'll tell you what I did. But notice what he says, not before who? God's saying, don't bring that here. If, if we were, if Abraham was justified by works, he'd have whereof to glory to his peers, but not before God. Because God's just not impressed with a lost man's self-righteousness. Look at, verse, look at verse 3. For what saith the Scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Salva- you know, we say salvation is simple. Believe. Just believe what God said. It is simple. But for the stubborn, proud, self-righteous man, it's hard. Because he's got to admit he was here. Here, this, this, this is this is this is a hard word for us when it's applied to ourselves. Because he has to admit he was wrong. Ooh, isn't that hard to say sometimes? You ever get in a fuss with your spouse, and it's time to say, "I was." Oh. I was, now my wife and I have never had a fuss, but (laughs) I've talked to people who have. And it's hard for them to say I was wrong. Oh, there it is. I did it. That's what God's waiting for you to do if you're not saved here this morning. He's He's not waiting for you to try harder, climb harder on the ladder to heaven, do more. Be better. He gave up on that with you a long time ago, and you need to join him and just say, I'm wrong, and you're right, God, and I'm trusting Christ to get me there. I'm going to let him take me to you. Verse 4. Verse 3. Back up to verse 3. Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. That's how we get saved. We trust Christ. We believe what God said. And God counts it to us for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is a reward not reckoned of grace but of debt. If it was by works, then God would owe it to us and God is going to be no man's debtor. Verse 5. 
This is so contrary to religion, it is the opposite of religion. Religion is facing this way, and this verse and the whole concept of salvation is facing a completely different direction. Look at verse 5. But to him that worketh, and the kids used to say, I don't know if they still say it, not. Huh? Remember? I don't know. Are they, are they still doing that? Still using that? No, okay. Well, for a while there, someone would say something, and someone would go, not. <laughs> but to him that worketh, not. <laughs> First requirement for salvation is quit trying. See, that's so contrary to religious thought. What do you mean quit trying? I, I, I'm doing all these religious deeds. I signed on a dotted line. I wear special clothes and vestments. We listen to spooky music and burn incense, and it smells nice. And there's stained glass windows with beautiful colors coming through, and we're getting feeling all religion. What do you mean quit trying? <laughs> Oh, and I do this for a half an hour a week, and then I go live like hell the rest of the week. I'm sure God will be pleased. That's what we were doing. God says, but to him that worketh, not. <laughs> but look at the rest of it. But believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. There's that word justification again. But believeth on him that justifieth the who? Notice it says ungodly, not the good people. He doesn't justify the good people. Because the good people don't need justification. They just walk right on by it. They, they consider the gospel, they consider what we're talking about this morning, foolishness. So God can't save them. First requirement for getting saved is you got to admit you're ungodly. If you're not ungodly, God can't do business with you. Aren't you glad that the Spirit of God convicted your heart at some point in your life and you got convinced you were ungodly? His faith is counted for righteousness. My faith, my flimsy little, puny little faith. Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. I trusted Christ. My faith gets counted for the righteousness of God in my life. Even as David, verse 6, also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord will not impute sin, will not give credit of his sin to him. He takes the credit back. He takes it off of your ledger. People say, put it on my tab. God, erase the tab. How long was your tab? How long was your tab? Mine was at least a mile long. It's not of works. Justification by faith. Now, I want to go back to 2 Corinthians 5, and I want to segue into regeneration, and I want to show you how this segues. One leads into the other. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. A London businessman tells a story of a warehouse property he was selling. The building had been empty for months and needed repairs. He showed the prospective buyer the property. He took pains to say that he would replace the broken windows, bring in a crew to correct any structural damage, and clean out the garbage. The buyer replied by saying, forget about the repairs. When I buy this place, I'm going to build something completely different. I don't want the building. I want the site. 
God isn't looking for you to offer up your junk building. Just offer up the site and he'll tear it down and build something completely new. Look at verse 17, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a what? New creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, after that is that portion of Scripture I read to you earlier, verses 18 through 21, that talks about justification by faith. And this verse 17 ties the two concepts together, justification by faith and being regenerated and being a new creature in Christ. Remember, I told you, justification takes place in God's courtroom. It's a judicial act. Regeneration, on the other hand, takes place inside of us. Whereas one is the most objective part of salvation, this one is the most experiential. It takes place inside of us, within our lives, inside of our bodies. A new creature in Christ. Go to Titus chapter 3. Titus chapter 3. You see, folks, there's a whole lot more to our salvation than ask Jesus into your life. Right? And, and believe me, we're just, for those of you that have been around any length of time, you know we're just scratching the surface. But let's look at this, this regeneration. A new creature in Christ. We become new. God declares us just in his courtroom. That's justification. But then we get regenerated. Something takes place inside of us. Uh, look at chapter 3, Titus chapter 3, and look at verse 3. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, still are, <laughs> at times, aren't we? Disobedient, deceived, serving divers' lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. And, and folks, really, when you get down to it, no matter how much we try to polish up our halos, that's a pretty good description of what we were before we got saved. And by the way, a pretty good description of us if we don't walk in the Spirit. Verse 4, But after that the kindness and love of God, our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us. Watch this next phrase. By the washing of what? Regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Before we were saved, we had a dead spirit. A live body, but a dead spirit. The Spirit of God came in and indwells us. Like Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, he must be born again. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. The Spirit of God comes and lives inside of us. And it is the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Relation Between Justification and Regeneration, by Pastor Rick Michael. We heard in today's message that we need the righteousness of God to get to heaven, and the only way to get it is through Christ. If you're listening here today and you are not saved or are unsure about your salvation, and want to be with Christ up in heaven one day and experience the magnificence of God Himself, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church at 208 208- 888 4545. That's 208 888 4545.
4545. As mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, if you would like to hear this or any other message from Treasure Valley Baptist Church, please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org for more information. We also invite you to join our live streams on Facebook and YouTube for weekly encouraging messages. And if you just so happen to be in the area, we have a bookstore that is open to the public on Tuesdays from 10.30 to 4.30 and Wednesdays from 8.30 to 4.30. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us for our weekly services. They begin with Sunday school at 9.30 a.m., followed by the morning service at 10.45, a Sunday evening service at 5.45 p.m., and our midweek service on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Our services have nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting groups for all ages, including junior high, high school, and even college-age groups. Thank you for listening to Treasures of Truth, a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you in the coming days and weeks ahead.